Just in and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to the Get Fit Guys Quick and Dirty Tips to Get Moving and Shape Up. My name is Brock Armstrong, and I'm the Get Fit Guy. Years ago, I trained for and raced the Chicago Marathon, and when I say that I trained, I mean that I trained hard. I worked with my coaches, Tanya Jones and Ludmila Korchaguina, for months. I watched my diet under the guidance of nutritionist Lauren Jono. I also kept a log of my training using an online tool called Training Peaks, and I was dedicated to the goal of running a qualifying time that would allow me to race in the 2012 Boston Marathon. But alas, when race day came, I failed to reach my goal. Pretty much from the first 5k of that 42.2 kilometer journey, I felt kind of flat and low energy. Months before, I had visualized the way that I would feel, and when the day arrived, I didn't have that spring in my stride at all. Yes, I managed to complete the marathon, but my time was nowhere near what I'd trained for and what I needed for a BQ, or Boston Qualifier. Then, about three weeks later, I turned things around, and I ran the Hamilton Marathon with a spring in my stride that actually allowed me to come darn close to nailing my Boston qualifying time. So, what was different? Why was I able to come so much closer to achieving my goal then, but not in Chicago? Well, that is where my training log and my ability to view failure as a learning tool came into play. Or, as I like to call the combination of those two things, acquiring the data of failure. Alright, with the stage set, let's start with logging your training. Now, as I mentioned, I kept a training log during my training period and throughout most of my athletic career, in fact. There are many reasons why I did this and why I suggest that you also do it. Training logs are a useful strategy no matter whether your goal is losing weight, gaining muscle, hiking a mountain, or running a marathon. And the first reason that I think training logs are so useful is because they are reliable. It's easy to believe that you'll just remember what you did during your training blocks, but trust me, as time goes on and one workout blends into another, it gets harder and harder to recall with any detail when you did your longest run or when you lifted your heaviest one rep max. You may have a general gist of how it went, but a gist isn't enough if you really want to learn and grow. 
The other problem with just using your memory is that it's not good for pinpointing specifics. What pace was that interval supposed to be executed at, and what pace did you actually nail? What weight did you use for the overhead press, and what weight did you use for the bench press? What small changes did you make in your morning commute and evening routine that may have helped you lose those last 10 pounds? These are all important details that can make a big difference in your end result, as well as your future results. Now, the next reason I really like training logs is because they are unbiased. As you probably know, we humans have a hard time separating our emotions from our data. So if you don't keep a data-driven record of your training, which truly identifies what worked well from what simply felt good, well, it can get muddled. For instance, we all hate those workouts that push us beyond our ability. In the end, we aren't able to maintain the pace or lift the weight or hit the goal. And we also dislike those workouts that seem overly easy and slow and feel like they can't possibly be serving a purpose in our fitness journey. Had you only relied on your emotions, it's unlikely that you'd ever do either of those workouts again. But when we can look at the hard data right in front of us and see the progress that happened after those workouts, it's often undeniable that they were key factors in our success. And the next reason that I think you should keep a training log is because they're motivational. We all have bad days where we question why the heck we had this goal in the first place, and that is where your training log, much like a daily diary, can provide an advantage. Looking back in a workout or a training log and seeing your progress laid out before you throughout the weeks and the months can give you a real burst of motivation. I remember scrolling through my training log more than a few times as a way to launch myself off the couch and onto the track. Sometimes just seeing how far I have come was all I needed to launch myself into that next breakthrough workout. And the next reason for a training log is that they can help you manage your injuries. And this works in two ways. The first way is that you can often predict or even prevent injuries based on the rate of progress that you're seeing in your training log. As a coach, a big part of my job is ensuring an athlete is not engaging in what I like to call too much too soon behavior. And training logs can reveal whether you're pushing yourself too hard before you go too far and end up hurting yourself. And the second reason it can help with injuries is that, well, if an injury does occur, the training log can be a great tool to help unravel the mystery of how and why it might have happened. It's not a perfect diagnostic tool, but if used correctly, it can at least help you prevent that same mistake from happening again in the future. And the next reason I really like a training log is that it will help you learn your workouts. If you have a complex goal, well, your training can also be complex. When you start a running program, for instance, your instructions will be likely kind of easy to remember, like run 5k at an easy pace. But as your program progresses, the workouts can get harder to remember. And the last thing you want to do in the middle of a heavy superset is have to run and get your phone or fumble through your email app to find out what the heck you're supposed to do next. 
Having your training log means you'll spend some time analyzing and focusing on and learning to embrace the concept behind each workout rather than just doing what you're told and moving on. Now, this analysis process helps you remember and turns you into an athlete, not just an exerciser. See what I mean? There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are golden retrievers. Which means Tubi is more popular than using meat-flavored toothpaste. More popular than never figuring out what W-A-L-K spells. More popular than kicking your leg when a human rubs your belly just right. Tubi, it's more popular than golden retrievers. See you in there. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Okay, so hopefully you're convinced now, but you might be wondering what you should include in your training log. Well, when I first started training seriously, we had to write everything down in a book, which was tedious and frankly quite messy. Eventually, we started using Excel spreadsheets and creating templates with fields like speed, distance, weight, perceived exertion, and stuff like that. But now, there are tons of free and paid apps that are available to make keeping a training log really easy without any guesswork. And what makes it even easier is that most of these apps, like the one that I used when I was training for the Chicago Marathon, actually sync up easily with activity trackers like your Fitbit or your Garmin Forerunner or your Polar Loop or your Apple Watch even, to automatically populate the important information like heart rate, speed, intervals, elevation, and a bunch more things. You can even track and sync your nightly sleep data and your heart rate variability, which can both be great measures of recovery between your workouts. The one thing these apps and trackers can't log, though, is your personal emotional response to a workout. And that can be a key metric, especially when we start talking about learning from failure. This metric is often called perceived exertion, but it can be more detailed and personal than that. Let's go back to my Chicago Marathon experience again. A few days before the race, I was already in Chicago, and I was doing a run on the treadmill in the hotel. The workout was 2 times 2K at 425 and 1 times 1K at 420. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with this shorthand, that simply means that I was supposed to run two intervals of 2 kilometers each at a pace of 4 minutes and 25 seconds per kilometer. Then, I'd kick it up a notch and run one more kilometer at a pace that was 5 seconds faster. Easy enough, right? 
Well, <laughs> according to my log, no, not easy at all. I actually wrote in my log that I felt heavy and tired during that entire workout. Although I did hit the paces, I wrote that I was worried about maintaining this pace during the race. And you know what? You don't have to be a seasoned coach to see the red flag there. Even though those were paces that I had run many times before, my confidence was clearly shaken and my energy was low. And that's not a winning combo. So let's get into learning from failure. Now, as I mentioned earlier, my Chicago race <laughs> did not go well, but after a few days of sulking, well, my coach and I went through my training log to see what we could learn from it. My fitness was solid. That was abundantly clear. But in the days leading up to the race, I wasn't as rested as I should have been. Perhaps I was spending too much time sightseeing in Chicago when I should have been recovering. Perhaps sleeping in a hotel room instead of my own bed was taking a toll, but it was clear that even though my training was super solid, my recovery was not. This is when we had the idea of racing again a few weeks later. This time, leading up to the race, I was sleeping in my own bed, and there were no deep dish pizzas or architecture tours on my agenda. And sure enough, not only does my log indicate phrases like nailed the intervals and feeling light and fast, but my finishing time was more than 20 minutes faster than any marathon I had done previously. We learned a valuable lesson from my previous failure, and after some recovery time, it paid off. So what is the lesson here? Well, it would be easy to just listen to this podcast episode and walk away thinking, okay, so just take some time off before running a marathon. No problem. But that's not the bigger lesson here. The bigger lesson is that out of a seeming failure, I was able to glean some important information about my training, my recovery, my biology, and about myself as an athlete. I could have just wallowed in my defeat and either given up on my dream or gone on to make the same mistake again in the future. But thanks to my training log and an understanding of how to use failure as a learning tool rather than an excuse to quit, I went on to enjoy racing many more times for many more years. And a part of that is just learning to prepare for failure. In an interview you might remember from a podcast I did a while ago with a woman named Katrin Davidsdottir, an Icelandic CrossFit athlete who was crowned fittest woman on earth two years in a row, well, Katrin and I discussed the importance of not only learning from failure, but also the importance of preparing for it. She told me that she and her coach actually sat down and wrote a list on a whiteboard of 101 things that could go wrong during competition. Now, this may seem like a self-defeating activity, but Katrin went on to tell me it's all the little things that when they go wrong, because it always is going to go wrong, then you have a plan B and a plan C and a plan D. And you're so quick at just going to the next plan, it's almost as if nothing has gone wrong because you were already expecting it. So, Katrin allowed not only for her past failures to prepare her, but she even imagined potential future failures so she could be ready for them and handle them with ease and calm. And finally, 
even the basketball legend Michael Jordan is quoted saying in a Huffington Post article, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take a game-winning shot and missed. I have failed over and over and over again in my life. And that is why I succeed. So, keep an eye on your goals. Keep a detailed log of your progress towards those goals. And whether you succeed or fail, always use it as a learning tool to make you better, smarter, and more prepared in the future. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening this week. And don't forget to tune in next week because my next episode is all about how and whether we should measure our muscle mass. It gets a little sciencey, but I think you'll like it. So make sure to tune in. Now, Get Fit Guy is written, narrated, and produced by me, Brock Armstrong, with editorial support from Karen Hertzberg. And I'd also like to thank the rest of the team at Quick and Dirty Tips, including Morgan Ratner, Michelle Margulis, Emily Miller, and our fearless leader, Kathy Doyle. Now, if you have some comments about how you use training logs and how you've learned from past failures, make sure you reach out to me. You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com getfitguy and Twitter at twitter.com getfitguy, or you can send me an email at getfitguy at quickanddirtytips.com. Now, what are you waiting for? Get out there and make failure part of your plan. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25.